Alright guys, Derek Soda, and we're talking about maximizing your time invested, part two. And I really want to drive this point home. I think this is so important and so overlooked. But you have to understand, if your current process setup where you're making, let's say your sales team makes 50 sales a day or 30 sales a day or whatever it is, they're taking a certain amount of physical time to make these sales. And if you can, you know, you, you're filling your calendar, okay? So you're filling your calendar and, and, and people are taking calls um, or making calls and they're closing people and they take a certain amount of time. Well, how do you decrease that time, okay? Like, again, I gave that example on the last podcast about, you know, if, you're, if someone's on the phone for three hours, that's a massive waste of time. When I worked in a call center, for example... I was cranking, like, the reason why I was the number one salesperson there is because I was making, I did not waste time on the phone with people. It was almost zero wasted time. I had the luxury of unlimited leads, and so I could quickly know if, because of taking tens of thousands of calls, I could know if someone's going to buy or not. I just didn't waste time with it pop them back in the, uh, if they're not ready and you can tell that they're not ready, you can let them just like, you know what? I, I, you know, I want to be just frank with you. I, I do. I just don't feel like you're ready at this time. Why don't you think about this? We'll put you back in the pipeline. And when you're ready, give us a call back, you know, and enjoy our free stuff. We get a lot of free stuff. Enjoy that. And then once you've made a decision, go ahead and give us a call back. It just saves so much time. So if you can get your calls, your say you have uh, people. This is a good. This is just one example out of many. But you know, if you can decrease the time it takes for your salespeople to identify whether a, someone's going to be a sale or not, um, then you can take them from um, taking an eight-hour day and making 30 to 50 sales to 100 or 150 sales, right? What does that do to your bottom line? Exactly, right? So maximizing for time invested is so important, um, you know, because if you can shorten from the time of someone's a prospect to a customer to an upsell or downsell, cross-sell, whatever it is, you can do more of them. You get your money faster. You can reinvest it faster. You can advertise faster and you can acquire more customers faster and fill the pipeline faster. Um, you can hire more people faster. You can fire more people faster and build your, your all-star team faster. Everything is just faster when you maximize for time invested and measure the physical time it takes. Okay, so I just really want to underscore, underscore how important measuring time it takes um, for all your mile markers. Okay, to do this, um, and so you know that's e even for like your um, presentations and stuff like that. Like, can you um, you know can you decrease your the the presentation time from 2 hours to 1 and make more sales from 1 hour to half hour and make more sales you know 
um, or, or sell at the same rate or even higher. Now, again, you do want to have everything you need to, to make the sale and also their stuff. But you really want to look at that metric of how long it takes and how do we decrease that time in a reasonable, reasonable manner. You know, how do we trim the fat from everything we're doing? You know, so just like you trim the fat on your body, right? It's the same thing like um, identifying the things that do need to be sped up. And there's some things that you might look at and be like, yeah, that needs to be slowed down a little bit. Right. So you can be doing some people might be burning through your leads um, without going, you know, without doing the proper, uh, you know, because they don't have experience or whatever. And they're wasting your money by burning through your leads. So at the, this, the pendulum kind of swings both ways. So you do need to be careful with this. And that's why I put this second part is to cover the aspect of. Some things should take longer, and you have to identify what those things are. So say you take two piles. One pile is what needs to be faster and what needs to be slowed down, okay? And what's kind of optimized. So maybe three piles, what's, what's optimized. But there's nothing that I consider actually optimized. It's just it's something that's a control that can be split-tested, okay? And so it's like, okay... Um, you know, um, you, you, you just want to test it and see like, okay, if something seems optimized, okay, well, let's see how it works. How do we change it to be faster, you know, versus slower, you know? And so you can split test both ways to increase that ROI because ROI is at the end of the day, that's what matters in business. It's the most important, you know, um, and what I mean when I say ROI, it's money you get to keep. So bring it down through all the different levels of where the money flows. At the end of the day, what matters is how much money you get to keep after all is said and done, after taxes, after expenses, everything. Okay. Um, but for example, like measuring the physical time, okay, will help you to make more money to to scale and grow faster it is, it is really important but again i did want to add the second part because in the first part i did not talk about sometimes you might have to slow down some things right you might have to have some purposeful awkward pauses and and other things and because that helps with sales um but at the end of the day like if again, like one of the most important things, especially like it's just an easy example. If you're, if you have a team selling, isn't it better to have them sell twice as much in one day, three times as much in one day by optimizing your process and maximizing for time invested? You know, if you're that way, you can you can triple your business, you can double your business in your ROI for the, for, you know, annually by doing this stuff, you know, by, by using this one metric. Right. Um, and so, and you can give yourself a competitive advantage by understanding and saying, yeah, it takes us 72 minutes to close, uh, 
I don't know, a $20,000 deal or whatever on average. Um, and we want to get that down to 50 minutes. And then if we do that, we'll see an increase in XY percentage, right? And so they'll be able to talk to more people on the phone and we can squeeze in an extra 10 sales a day because again, people are limited by their calendar, right? They can only talk to so many people, right? So even though you have a sales team, instead of just hiring a ton of extra people, you want to maximize the time invested for each person because every person you add adds complexity and issues to the workplace, so if you want to have a lean, mean, A-grade team, okay, and you don't want to be a taskmaster and kind of, you know, be whipping people like, sell faster, sell faster, because you could actually hurt the sales. But what you want to do is optimize your processes so that you're not, you, you just get rid of the bloat, you get rid of, rid of time vested, look at your sales process and say, what's not necessary in there? Do we have unnecessary steps? You know, like, for example, when someone goes to your um, webinar and they have to wait even two minutes or five minutes instead of, you know, instant, you know, just in time, right? If you have an automated webinar, do just in time. Why sit there and make them wait five minutes? There is zero reason to do that. There's no benefit to doing that. Okay, are you trying to trick them into thinking it's not a recorded thing? You think that they think it's live. You're going to insult their intelligence and make them think it's live. They just happen to arrive five minutes before the webinar. Come on. Even 15 minutes. I've seen people do this. It's an unnecessary way. And what happens is people time, if it's not just in time, what ends up happening is that they're going to click around and they'll lose track of time. And when they remember the webinar's halfway over or whatever it is, right? Or they miss it completely, just have it just in time. Okay. And um, so, again, like t the measurement of time is really important. And if, and if you're, you know, if I were to ask you, like, how long does it take, you know, for you to, from get a prospect to a turn a prospect into a customer. Uh, it takes us uh, three days and 72 minutes. We want to shave it down to two days, you know, and then two days and, and then you just break it down and, and until you can just kind of optimize it. So you get this kind of perfect balance of it's not too fast. It's not too slow. It's just right. Like the baby bear, right? So time works in both directions, and in the first podcast, I didn't cover that, um, but I am here with this second part of understanding maximizing for time investment is not just speeding everything up, but it's maximizing the time um, for, for ROI, right? So... Um, for maximize for time invested, it means balancing that time. All right. So I don't know any different ways I can repeat the same thing. Right. So at the end of the day, um, keep this in mind. It's something to think about. It's something to test out in your business because, you know, I think you can obviously see the value in this. All right. I think this is one of the most valuable things 
that you can test in your business this year and be cognizant of what needs to be sped up and what needs to be slowed down, what's bloat in your process, what are paper-pushing tasks that people are doing they shouldn't be doing, do you have extra steps that your salespeople have to do or are there extra steps that you're making customers do that are unnecessary, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. You know, like, I'm a fan of, like, you know, if you want to get someone to consume your content, for example, and you also have to keep in mind, like, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And if someone, you know, enters the email for a freebie or whatever, do a bridge page and give it to them immediately or just put it directly on the offer page where you give them, you know, right when they land on the page, it's, you know, they a light box it's just a an opt-in page with a, a simple headline and an opt-in box and we're going to give you the answer a compelling very uh curiosity-based headline or whatever um or just a very powerful um headline that addresses a powerful pain point and we're going to give you the answer on the next page bam right so they enter the email and then the next page pops up, that's your, that could be your offer page or your tripwire offer or your core offer or whatever. And you could deliver the value right there, right then and there. They don't have to go and find it in their email, all that stuff. You could still email them uh, an overview of it, right? Which would send them back to that same page, right? Um, so, and you could still use the messaging, Hey, while you're waiting for it, check this out and you, and we're going to give you the answer now anyway. Um, so you could do that too. Um, but you know, all those things will be tested, but at the end of the day, like if you just deliver it immediately, when you can get someone to consume that content, that's what pre-sells people is the quality of that content. They're like, Oh man, that, that free content is good. You know, that they just gave me right now. They just promised it and they delivered on that promise immediately. That's fast. And so you're satiating their hunger immediately because people's time, you're taking advantage of people's ADD, right? And it's only getting worse. So if you can deliver it faster, people are going to appreciate that. They're just going to feel it. They're not going to, most of them aren't going to be cognizant of it. They're just going to have a feeling, right, of like, oh, you filled my cup faster. I felt really fulfilled faster, right? Just like when I was doing my deliverables in my coaching business, um, instead of having to talk to someone for an hour, um, normally they would cut the call short. I got to go this, but like, like once their cup is full, they make an excuse to get up the phone, which is good because it's, it tells me like, hey, you know, like... You know, and they keep calling, which means that they're that they find it valuable, and I give them homework assignments and stuff like that, and for the accountability. But at the end of the day, like I got good at making my deliverables fast, which allowed me to make impossible offers, right? Offers which seem to be hard to deliver, um, which seem, but also seems to be too good to be true on the client side, but it's super simple on your side to deliver, um, while at the same time giving maximum value. And so I, my, the, the, the speed at which I delivered the result to them, 
okay? If I were to measure the time on it, I it was about approximately three months, even though they're buying a year chunk of time. And so, um, but it wasn't always three months. It's different for, you know, so you get an average. On average, it was about three months. And I always try to increase that speed because it's it's going to be less work for me. They still bought the years worth of time and it's still available to them. And it's not um, to say, hey, I know it's going to. People take different times, but you you're you're not just selling the thing you're also selling peace of mind knowing that hey I'm on in that particular business I'm on call to you 20% for a year that was an impossible offer but I was able to make it because I understood that the time invested and maximize for time invested um I was able to deliver the result that they wanted in a much shorter spend of time Okay, and so it allows you to make impossible offers. It allows you to do a lot of cool things. So know what to slow down, know what to speed up, and it's going. You're gonna find that you're gonna love this metric. It'll be one of your favorite metrics. You know, to be able to say it takes us about a, yeah, it takes us about um, on average, you know, um, one thousand minutes or whatever it is, four thousand minutes to take a person from prospect to customer, or it can take five minutes, you know, or four minutes, whatever it is. And so it might be one of your favorite metrics to use. I know for me it is. So at the end of the day, guys, um, you'll see the value in it. I certainly saw the value in it because when you do that as well, it also helps to make less work for you. If you can deliver the same amount of value or even more value in less time, right? Like doing a one-to-many model, that's an example of that as well, okay? So I can fulfill a thousand people on a webinar in one hour instead of doing a thousand calls for one hour. You see what I mean? Because you're, you're using the through lines, the commonalities of people for that, um... <clears throat> so at the end of the day guys it's it's important to look at that metric and again it doesn't mean that everything has to be fast okay but you want to see how you can cut blow and this will just make you more aware of blow and unnecessary steps and, un- and unnecessary friction and it will also help inform what to slow down as well all right so we'll talk soon and god bless